Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning and welcome. Another program starting off 2018. This is going to be an awesome year. I just feel it. Everybody I've talked to has been very up and positive about the year. It's all about the female yin or yang or whatever that we're experiencing this year. And so I'm so pumped about all the achievements that we have in store for us that we are going to be achieving this year. I hope you feel the energy of this and that you can take it into yourself and make it a great year. You know, it's all about just making that decision. The decision that says, I'm going to go forward, I'm going to make these changes, I'm going to do whatever it takes to move myself into a happier place. Now, that doesn't always mean a career. Sometimes it does. It doesn't always mean a divorce. Sometimes it does. Whatever you need to create the life that you want to live is what we wish for you today and always. And finding that, identifying that, feeling very clear about who you are and what you want to be and how you want to live the rest of your days on this earth is the gift that you have And I do hope that you'll continue with Second Wind so that you can be exposed to wonderful women like my guest today. And we can, as she shares, and we discuss what she shares so that you can take some of this on, wear it around, see how it fits and make it part of your life. So I'm going to tell you about our guest today. Now, she is a, she has graduated. She is a Texan originally, but she graduated from the University of Texas in business with a BBA and honored, and she was an, in the honors program, marketing and statistics. My, anybody in statistics, I'm so impressed. <laughs> Prior to 2015, Kayla was a video producer, videographer, educator, and writer for 12 years. She created web marketing videos for enterprises in Austin, Texas, and Northern California. Her farm shorts video videos continue to market and promote agri-tourism and local sustainable farmers in Northern California. In late 2015, Kayla radically simplified her life, selling or donating almost everything she owned to travel, work, online, revised her goals, her life goals, and 
and shedded her comfortable zone and up-leveled her personal skill set. She traveled solo through Ecuador, Mexico, and the United States. She is a very independent woman, woman, ladies. <laughs> so she is the founder and CEO today of Clear CEO, which serves women with a Dream Biz Blueprint course. She currently settled in this incredibly, incredible cultural epic center that is Mexico City. So she's coming very far away, far, far away today to visit with us. But she does make her frequent trips back to Houston in California. Now, somewhere in there, in her personal life, Kayla was married for 26 years, and from that marriage produced a daughter, which I'm sure is her treasure from that very wonderful marriage that she did have, which is no longer. So she has experienced divorce. And one of the things that she's sharing with us today is how to become an entrepreneur, some of the things that we need to know in midlife uh, navigation. So welcome, Kayla Philo, right? Did I say it right? Yes. Philo. Yes, very good. Thank you, Joyce. It's Philo. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm super honored. (laughs) Well, you know, it was so much fun just reading your website and all the things on LinkedIn and everything that you had because it's just exploding with creativity. (laughs) You are a (laughs) bundle of creativity creating great stuff i mean videos i'm so impressed and all the good works that you did out there with the farmers i didn't have time to view those but i think it would be awesome so you've had a life of um, sharing and giving and enriching people's lives right yes and what i really particularly loved about your intro was you emphasized change and I think that's the first step in really maximizing these amazing midlife years that we have is just saying, yeah, change is happening and leading that and not trying to hide from it. <laughs> right. Um, well, yeah, because you know, the first the, step is, you know, is accepting it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Right. Well, I like how you wrote in here because we sit in that little form and, and they share their ideas with us. But you said, when I ask on this form, how would you like to be addressed during this interview? It's, it's, this is what her answer was. How I support midlife women in building resilience and bravery to take their unique journey to create the impact they want for themselves families, and communities. What a great statement. I love that. You're also a writer. <laughs> I like that. Yes. <laughs> wonderful. Well, um, you should know because you are too with your wonderful writings as well. But, yes, that's uh, kind of the, you know, we struggle to sum up our experiences in in one or two sentences sometimes, and that's kind of been the sum of what I've been called to do through mm-hmm. my journey the last, um, especially the last five years. And I have to say it's my response to, I have had a very blessed life. Um, mm-hmm. and so fortunate and I feel every single day I need to give, you know, get up and respond to that with gratitude and some action. And that's mm-hmm. what I learned through the last couple of years of really kind of 
turning my life upside down, shaking it out, and coming. And then I have to say, especially this last year was very interesting because in 2016, the three places on the planet that I consider home, and I have a gypsy soul, so I don't say that very easily, <laughs> are Houston, Mexico City, and Santa Rosa, California. And all three of those places experienced terrible natural disasters, hurricanes, mm. earthquakes, and fire. And I yeah. had to sit back and look at myself and go, what is my response to this? You know, I have to accelerate even what I'm doing. And, and I think in that a lot of the, our, the women that we want to serve, Joyce, they were suffering from hearing all this news and it's very easy to feel overwhelmed, right? Mm-hmm. So the right. work is in helping um, all, like working together to be mirrors for each other to build resiliency around what is going to happen because there's always going to be something that we see in our field of vision or that actually happens to us mm-hmm. that is a challenge. So how right. do we build resiliency for that in, in these years when young people are looking up to us for answers and maybe even some of our peers, you know, look to us for guidance? So we want to be able to be that person that can offer that. Does that make sense to you? Sure. We feel, you know, there are some of us that are more called or feel like we answer the call to step up, to go on, to go forward, to create something after we reach the age of 60, 65. We're not, mm-hmm. and I, you, I think, are younger than that even. Um, we're, uh-huh. aren't, aren't you? <laughs> you look yes. like <laughs> I am, right. I, I am 55. Okay, yes, so she's had all, that call. You know, I consider it a spectrum. Yes, I have had that yeah. call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a wide range in there. It all depends on, I think, a lot of things, where we are, who we live, where we live, what involvement we've had in work, all this stuff influences how early we're called to some of this action steps. Certainly one of the things that I think most women of our age is when you brought this out, we are not what our mothers lived as midlife. We are a younger generation. And I think many women move into midlife thinking it's going to be like mom had it because that's what we've seen. (laughs) Right. And exactly. It doesn't necessarily have to be that way. Uh, No, not at all. In fact, to be honest, it cannot be that way. And this is something that I do think differentiates what I'm working on because I haven't seen it out there before. So if you look at almost every major trend on the globe in the last, in our lifetime since, um, you know, in the 20th century, you look at about 1980. And every single trend starts to go up exponentially. We're talking about, um, you know, trends in the food supply, global health, national health, um, Mm -hmm. adoption of technology, you know, devices in our face, (laughs) our access to information. It it all starts to go up about exponentially between, you know, 1975 and 1990-ish, and it continues to go up. So so if we're sitting in the middle of that change, the energy around us, literally on the planet, and we are the women in midlife at that time, 
and you just mm-hmm. let that sink in for a minute. This is a time that has never happened in history before, ever. Right. And so it's no wonder we might feel a little bit overwhelmed or like frazzled at times just from kind of being in the midst of that energy on the planet. But mm-hmm. the key is to see it for what it is and then adopt to it and take advantage of the good things about that, which are, you know, there are ways that we can connect more quickly, more efficiently. We can find the people we need much more easily to support us. I mean, in our mom's generation, it had to be your next-door neighbor or somebody at church. <laughs> now true. it doesn't have to be. It can be that person. <laughs> but now It could be Kayla in New Mexico. It could be Kayla in Mexico. In Mexico City. <laughs> or it could be Joyce and Tyler. And I have to say, you said I'm so far away. And actually, I'm only three hours away on the plane. So you should come see me. <laughs> really? Three hours? Yeah. Mexico oh my. City is only three hours by plane on uh, from Houston, or less than that, two about two. Wow. But at any rate, that's an aside. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, so, yeah. So well, we are in this, this phase of personal change. Yeah. Go ahead, and then global change. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. That's just old thinking. I remember when I was first out of college, had my first job, lived in Shreveport, Louisiana, and I was going on my first grown-up vacation that I had ever paid for and I was going to Mexico (laughs) City and to me it was like going to Europe you know I mean is that that far away it was it was terribly exciting and it was a lovely city lovely city yes girl that's more adventurous than going to Europe (laughs) (laughs) well good for you (laughs) well I want to know how you maneuvered Going solo, and what were you thinking when you went solo to Ecuador, <laughs> Mexico, and even now we we accept that the United States is a little safer than those two in our minds, and you may clear that clear that up for me, saying that's they're safe, they're very safe, but we hear a lot about Ecuador and some in Mexico, of course. So was the time when you were doing that was that safer wasn't that long ago yes well um i think you have to look at your own personal goals and and your own timing i mean i don't think that the warnings on the state department website really have much to do with me to be honest because a lot of those are geared towards diplomats and people traveling high level business professionals uh-huh. um i believe also it's my personal opinion that the United States receives a very filtered view of other countries. And, look, the business model for media is to get views and eyeballs, right? So they're going to post bad news to do that. And so we get a very skewed view of what Mexico looks like. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as traveling solo, it's just a matter of staying safe, you know, being sensible and staying Mm -hmm. safe. And mm-hmm. so, obviously, I don't travel at my time. Mm, um, I right. let people know where I'm going to be, when I'm going to be there. I yeah. plan my trip out, and then I and then it's also I don't carry 20 bags. I mean, <laughs> well, then I'm out. Somebody who <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if you're traveling by yourself, you can't have more than you can carry by yourself. It makes you look mm-hmm. like a victim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, and, and um, 
I did that though because those were places I wanted to see, and I, you know, couldn't coordinate with. I mean, I would have gone with a friend if there had been several available, but you know, everybody has their life. And also, you learn things about yourself traveling solo, and you meet more people because it, it forced me to be more outgoing to ask for help. Yes. And it also forced me to use my Spanish, and which got a lot better in that process too. So yeah. that was my version of of kind of mental training, if you know what I mean. Mm. You know, there's other ways you can do that. You can, um, you know, sign up for a course by yourself if you're not used to that. Or you can take yourself right. to dinner. Or you can, it doesn't even have to be something you do by yourself. It can be joining a new group where you don't know anyone and with an intentional plan. All those mm. things can mm-hmm. build your confidence back up. Mm-hmm. Because we're all capable of doing this. It just, you have, it's like a muscle, though. You have to flex it. Yeah. Now, I want you to share with us, if you will, your defining moment. It's when you heard that voice that first said to you, we got to make a change. Um, there, I need more growth. I need something that's, that's calling to you. And would you share that with us? Yes, thank you. Um, and actually, I do have that. <laughs> I did a little video about it, in fact. But... Um, so, as I, as you all know, I was married for many years to a wonderful man, and we had actually two wonderful children. I have an older son, too, um, ah. and a daughter. And, yeah, and I, you know, I nobody changed me to the stove. We had some very good years, and I <laughs> yes. enjoyed my work. And so, I, I don't want to say like I was miserable, but I was very discontented underneath, and I couldn't figure out why. And mm-hmm. I felt guilty about it because my life was so great, right? Right. So, we... Over the few years, you know, we went to counseling and, um, and there was some time when we were trying to figure out, you know, what was going to be next with that. And so what I did was I said, well, I'm going to take a momcation, M-O-M-cation, like vacation, <laughs> but a momcation. Yeah. And, um, and if you're not a mom, I, I highly encourage women to do this. Take a vacation by yourself and, yes. and it doesn't have to be to Mexico. It can be somewhere more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but, right. So I did. I signed up. I, I started taking cello lessons when I was in my 40s with my daughter because she had to take um, lessons for a class. So I started taking mm. cello lessons with her, and and I'd always loved the cello, and I never got very accomplished with it, but it was you know a beautiful instrument, so fun. Yes. So anyway, yeah. there was an adult cello camp offered in Northern California, and I was living in Austin at this time. Mm. So I thought, okay, I love Northern California. I'm going to drive in my car to Northern California, to the cello camp, and that'll be my mm-hmm. momcation. So mm-hmm. I did. I drove across the country, up the coast of California, absolutely beautiful day, you know, life-changing, kind of gorgeous scenery, and I got there. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, the name of the town where the cello camp was was Philo, California. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? I mean, how yeah. can that be? You know, Philo is not a very common name, and here no. was cello camp. This for me. California, so there was some synergy there. I knew I had to go. So I went there, and think about it. So I'm immersed in a creative activity whereby, you know, when we do that, our mind kind of stops, that monkey mind voice that's always, you know, nagging at us, kind of stops for a while because you're doing something creative with your hands, and and playing music for me was very difficult, so it really occupied my mind. So my mind kind of got a break, right? Mm -hmm. And then I'm in this beautiful setting, Northern California, so I'm walking in the garden, during a break and I'm looking down and I see this yellow flower and I'm just thinking how gorgeous that was. And then I don't want to sound really woo woo Joyce, but I heard this voice 
and it was so clear. I looked around to see if somebody was there. Yeah. And it said, you need to move. Mm-hmm. And I, I literally took my breath away. And immediately my mind changed that into, we need to move. Because, of course, at that time I couldn't really yeah. consider leaving my husband. So yes. I, it immediately turned it to something that was acceptable to me. But that, and it was something, when I got back to Texas, I tried to forget it. And I, because mm-hmm. it was making my life really difficult. And I couldn't forget it. It got worse. <laughs> and after two years of negotiation and convincing my husband, who had very good reasons why that was not a good idea, um, we did end up moving to Northern California. And oh. that put me on my track. Yes, that uh-huh. put me on the track to where I was supposed to be, even though it made no sense at the time, um, like rationally. Mm-hmm. And it changed my life. It changed my daughter's life. And it's now, I mean, it's so obvious that I did need to move. So that's mm-hmm. one example. That was probably the defining moment. But the, what, the framework I want to give that to the ladies is um, if you give yourself a break, some time and space to get out of your head, doing something creative, um, you will get messages from I, uh, what I believe is your, your deeper truth. Mm-hmm. Have you ever found that to be true? Yes, and I've heard it from other people, and it's quite interesting that you mentioned you were in the garden. This this other woman that I'm thinking of right now, who has become a really, really, um, 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 she talks about the whole dynamic of life in her own studies, and um, it's quite interesting the similarities of walking in the garden, being based, being grounded, and having that free time to actually give your inner voice the time to come out. Now, you also did something that I think a lot of us do (laughs) when we hear that small voice. What did we do? We shut it down, or we delay it, or we say, but I can't. So I think that's really interesting, but you did get the... uh, the drive or the incentive to even encourage your husband to move out to California. Kudos to him for moving. <laughs> yes, well, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, we weren't like none of us. I didn't feel at the time any of us were thriving in Austin, and we had tried it for many years. And my daughter was about to graduate from high or from junior high, and she wasn't mm-hmm. that excited about any of the high school options. And she's mm-hmm. grown up in Texas, and I and she was up for a change. And I thought I'm going to run with that. You know, if a 14 year old is saying, "Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'll move," then <laughs> yeah. let's do it. And mm-hmm. we did. But yeah, it was it was a challenge for all of us, but it was what needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, at any rate, it's what did happen. So whether it needs to or not, it's what did happen. <laughs> it mm-hmm. didn't happen for me anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but you're right. We do tend to like, and the reason that that happened is our brain is trying to keep us safe. And right. our brain doesn't have, like, the whole story. Mm-hmm. Our brain doesn't always know. Um, it, it's a part of our cavewoman kind of response. You know, back in the cavewoman days, you know, we had to respond or we'd get eaten. And yeah. so, you know, our brain's always trying to kind of keep us safe. We have to temper that with constantly checking in with our inner truth. Mm-hmm. And one of the challenging pieces about that is, once you start to really access that, and this can be really difficult in midlife because people are used to you being a certain way for many years, right? Yes. And 
when you start to talk a little differently or maybe respond differently, that can be scary to the people around you. That, and it doesn't mean they don't love you. Sometimes it means they love you very much. But they're used to you being a certain way. And so if you're looking to them for support, it may not always be the person you expect. That's why you have to find the women, I think especially women, that get what you're going through mm-hmm. and and be accountable to them and look to them for support as you're trying to make some changes in your life. Right. It's like a new person is coming out of you um, many times when you start on a new path. And some of my dearest friends are distance friends now because I am hanging out more with my new group, (laughs) my new Mm -hmm. buddies, and uh, because we talk the same language and we need the support of each other. So, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us I about that. What, totally. what you're doing now, because I just alluded to it with the Clear CEO and your Dream Biz. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us about yes. that work. Yeah, well, thanks for asking that, because um, you you very nicely framed me as a creative, and that is true. And But the, the flip side of that is sometimes I have so much going on, people are like, what are you doing? So, <laughs> so I'll tell you what's going on right now. So Clear CEO is actually my, the name of my LLC. That's my company name. But I'm not really building that brand so much. Um, so the brand, the, the activity right now is called Yin Caravana. And yin is for the female side of the energy is yin and yang. So yin caravana and caravana is for all of us together. We're travelers banded together on this journey for safety and support, right? So uh-huh. yincaravana.com. And there's two things going on there. Um, so what we exist for is to create and facilitate experiences to support women who are leading the change in their lives. So they can uh-huh. achieve goals and make an impact and build huge joy and resiliency for themselves and their families and communities in the world. So that's all we're up to over there. Is that <laughs> it? The two things are specifically. Yeah, that's it. Ah. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's two things with that. Um, I'm very, very um, huge booster of female entrepreneurship, women starting businesses. I have been for all you know all my adult life, uh, all over mm-hmm. the world. I've supported um, global businesses doing that, and then also here in the U.S. And the exciting thing is we are in this golden age of women's entrepreneurship. More women are starting businesses than ever before, actually led in a very inspirational way by our sisters of color, who they are starting businesses at a much higher rate than all of the rest of us, and it's just so inspiring to watch them. And it's all facilitated, a lot of it, by these online connections. What I alluded to before is we can now all find each other and, and get the support we need. So that's what's happening in the women's entrepreneurship community. The challenge with that is the failure rate of new businesses is, 50 to 80 percent in the United States. Uh And and I am not okay with that. And I think that that, well, you also alluded to my statistics background, and yes, I am at least half geeky. And um, (laughs) so what that tells me, and you know what, a 50 to 80 percent failure rate in statistics tells you the system is broken, right? Right. So I believe, and the system for starting business in the U.S. is broken, so I, we created something called the Dream Biz Test Drive, yep. which is a okay, fun. Okay, I'm gonna. Um, I'm. I'm sorry to do this, Kayla, but I need to stop you here so we can go to break, and then you can okay. pick up with the um, completion of telling us what this is all about. Oh, no, that's fine. Because, Thank you. Uh huh. 
We don't want failures with entrepreneurs. We want them to be able to share the message that has called them out of their safe place and into a new light. So we will be back shortly. Exactly. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking with my fascinating sister, Kayla Pilo. Philo. Thank you. <laughs> so we were just before break. We had gone off and we were talking about your business, Yin Caravana. And I'm going to let you finish that. So... Yeah, I just wanted to wrap up. Um, thank you for that. Um, so the, the Dream Biz Test Drive is just, it's our response to the high rate of business failure. It's an innovative mm-hmm. new way to explore and start your business before you even spend a lot of time and money. And there's more information about that at dreambiztestdrive.com. Um, and then the second thing that will go ahead. Yeah, so where do they go to get that information about entrepreneurs and, and um, not failing yeah, it's at dreambiztestdrive.com. Okay. Okay, good. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, you have, you mentioned five ways that we, as midlifers, can navigate successfully, coming out with more attributes than we may have gone in with or realizing the attributes that we do have. So would you like to go into those for us? Because I know we all want to walk sure. through these on our schedule to complete, <laughs> include. I love that idea. I'm going to keep that, hold that vision. That's fabulous. Um, yeah, I call it the, it's the Yen Caravana Transformation Circle because that's really what we're doing in midlife. We're changing and it's a transformation. And so there are five different um, areas, and they're not necessarily steps that you take one after another. They kind of mm-hmm. all work together in a system. But the first one 
is you just get really intentional about what you want your legacy goals to be. You know, what do you want to have achieved by the time you're no longer walking around on the planet in the way that you are now? Um, so that's the first thing, because if you get that clearly in your mind and then you, you scope back, you plan backwards from that every couple of years, pretty soon your biggest goals start to show up on your daily to-do list. And it's really exciting, and it makes life easier because it makes it easier to say no to things because if it's not aligned with with your inner direction, then you don't feel guilty about saying no with it, no to it because you're working on stuff that is aligned with your inner direction. So that's the first one, just getting very intentional about your activities. Mm-hmm. The second thing is what I call mirror your brilliance. And we have a whole program around this, but it's accountability and support with a group of like-minded women. And mm. it's just exactly what it says. It's mirroring our brilliance to each other. 90% of the answers that we need to get stuff done we want to get done are inside of us. We just mm-hmm. need other women to mirror that back to us, help us keep on track. The third right. thing is gratitude. I call, I call it the G spot. I know this is a PG program, but. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it's the, it is, it's the biggest source of ecstasy that we have is gratitude. And how mm-hmm. are we modeling that on a daily basis? And where, where is that, you know, checking in with ourselves and saying, what are the biggest sources of that? And really nurturing those. The the next thing is enabling impact. And the way that we enable our impact, and this is kind of where we're not, it's not our mama's midlife, is Mm -hmm. we accept where we're at and we simplify radically and we focus. And Mm -hmm. that that sounds really simple, and it is simple, but it's also hard work. So you also need support around that from other like-minded women. But that's how we enable our impact because we have to create space in our life, right? Mm -hmm. It's filled up. If our schedules are filled up with everyone else's priorities, oh, that yes. may be great for everyone else, but we have got to create some space in our lives. And we can't create more time, but we can Mm-mm. create space. So enabling impact mm. is a fourth thing. And then the fifth one, which doesn't always seem apparent, but it probably did to our for our mothers in the past, our ancestors. We need this radical connection with nature. And I'm not saying we have to give up makeup and <laughs> it all right. to make us feel good. But we need to just be more in contact with nature on a daily basis. And that can be everything from taking a walk around the block and really just focusing on the trees around us and, and the nature being outside, not focusing on what's in our head, but focusing on being outside. It means maybe taking some vacations that have a component to being in nature. It could be, you know, spending some extra love and care on your pets starting a simple garden, buying more houseplants than makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. just some way to get ourselves back in touch with nature because that leads us back to ourselves because look at us. We are female animals. I mean, we may not mm-hmm. think of it that way, but we, our spirit, the house of our spirit is this body, this amazing, amazing body that we have. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the more we can connect, reconnect with that and begin to work on dropping some of the baggage that we put on our body, um, literally sometimes. <laughs> right. But, yeah. um, you know, by this time in our lives, it really is time for acceptance of where we're at physically. And the way that we get at that is not through, you know, a diet program or, or exercise necessarily, but it's through reconnecting with nature. And I believe that leads us to a healthier relationship with our body. Right. I think women particularly, particular, are 
the worst about self-love. We don't get it. Somehow that is lost in the development of the family. We are the nurturers, so of course we give everything to our family. Way, 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 mm-hmm. much more than we need to. We somehow have seen that modeled, I think, in our own mothers. And I don't know that it plays mm-hmm. out so much in our daughters. But self-love is so important. And, you know, it, it's it's like living that unconditional love with your animals, you know, they love us no matter what we look like, you know, how our breath smells, any of that. They just love us because we exactly. walk in and say hello. Then you mentioned simplify. You are so right. Simplify mm-hmm. is not easy. And how you were able mm-hmm. to do that, just I'm astonished. Because I simplified <laughs> when I moved we all try to do that many people get the message they need to downsize when they turn a certain age i don't get that one but there are those (laughs) families that do and then gratitude i'm kind of walking back up your your wonderful wonderful five steps that are i so agree with i think they're absolutely Mm -hmm. fabulous the gratitude thing opens so many doors it raises our energy our Mm -hmm. you know our vibrational energy so we get more because we're on a positive a higher vibration so i just love and of course mirror your balance and intention um yeah living with intention hmm how do you do that, Kayla? <laughs> well, I did not do that for many years because I couldn't figure out how to make, you know, what I wanted fit with my family. I, I just I had a very hard time figuring that out. So I was felt like I, I said, I'll do it someday or I'll do it later. And that's dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. So living with attention, the way that I have found it was building my inner resilience. And for me, that was through some solo travel. And I continue to challenge myself in several different ways because now mm-hmm. I see the effect that it has on my inner resiliency. Um, but also it takes, you have to take some time to quiet that chattery voice. And mm-hmm. um, most of your readers are caught or, listeners are probably familiar with this, but it's, some people call it monkey mind. And it's mm-hmm. just that voice in your head that just will not be quiet. And, yeah. and we have to figure out a way. And we can't force it to be quiet, but we can put it in the corner. You know, meditation mm-hmm. is one way. Right. Um, and there are mm-hmm. tons of resources out there on how to start meditating. Time alone is another way. You know, time alone where you spend, you know, you try to quiet that voice a little bit and you meditate is really, really important because there is this other deeper truth that is not going to yell at you, except mm-hmm. maybe once, you know, like if, if <laughs> it, it'll, it might yell at you like it did when it gave me the call, right? Because it mm-hmm. will yell at you when it feels like mm-hmm. it's really about to die. But mm-hmm. in general, to get that inner direction, you just have to create a habit where that voice inside knows it's going to be heard. And some people yeah. have prayer, some people have meditation. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. It can be, I think, moving meditation is a great idea. You don't have to sit on the floor, you know. You can right. go for a walk, like I said. But the 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 key is how you're framing that time. Are you know, are you taking all your problems on a walk with you, mm-hmm. or are you trying to give your brain and your mind a break and 
put those in a corner and just focus on the here and the now in a really radical way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm in a, another class. You know, I'm now a student all the time. I love being a student. wasn't so good in high school, but now I am. Um, <laughs> but it it we were dealing with intention, and I kind of put this as a definition I, it was my own that it's directing the possibilities of your life would you buy into that mm-hmm. that every morning you, yes. if you have an intention for the day it's going to be a great day it's going to be uh, a busy day but I'm going to love every minute of it if you could set those intentions how your everyday life could be but when you set the intention that's what helps that possibility become a reality. I kind of thought of that. Right. Yes. So anyway. And I, yes. And I think that that, the key there too is what is the root of that intention and actually Mm -hmm. have a little blog post about the importance of marrying your brilliance, which I didn't talk about, which I think is awesome. You have to be accountable to somebody. And that's what a group, if you're now a divorced woman, you're living singly, your kids are off um, pursuing their life. And so you need to have that connection with a group, with a person, somebody that can give you feedback, positive and correction. So, you know, we don't, we overlook many of our assets, many of the things that make us who we are. We, you know, anything we can do easily, we sometimes just push it aside as though it's not a gift, as though it's not something that adds uniqueness to our life. So the accountability group or partner is the one that reminds us of our gifts and also when we kind of get off path they help us correct 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 and get back on our path i did mention this also a little bit was the gratitude when i talk about energy vibration everything we have around us is about energy and so The gratitude is the fastest way to raise your vibration, to have a higher vibration so you will pull in positive things into your world. Jack Canfield suggested that every day you write five gratitudes. Writing is another way of solidifying those gratitudes. So, Each day, as part of your morning practice or evening practice before going to sleep, that you write out five things that you are grateful for today. Not the same things every day. I woke up, I went to bed, I had food. But really the simple things that you experienced. I was able to breathe today without any help. I was able to take food to this person, or I was able to give the elevator man a smile. Simple, simple things that can feed, help, support other people in your environment that you interact with. Again, I want to talk about self-love. Self-love, women, was learned 
We need to learn how to love ourselves. As babies, we loved ourselves and we, when we wanted attention, we cried. And we came in with that knowing that we deserve self-love, that we are worthy. But what happens as we grow, our environment changes our feeling about ourselves. When we want mom and dad to look at us, to praise us, to give us what we want, they don't always do that. They didn't always do that. And maybe even today they don't do it all the time either. But then we started changing and thinking, well, I must, something's wrong. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. And that is the number one issue that most women deal with is the mind change of I'm not enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not rich enough. Whatever that could be. And those are all things that you can change. I know that Kayla's program addresses these just as she has stepped them. Here, the five things. Intention and goals. Mirroring your brilliance with acceptability partners and other women. The G-spot for gratitude. Enabling impact. Accept, simplify, and focus. We are way too scattered in our world today. The only one you can way you can return to focus is to ground yourself. Simplify your acts that you'll do that day, any day, and focus on the results that you want out of your life. Then you can move forward. You, you feel more powerful and confident in what you want your life to be. Now, I had asked Kayla if she would be offering anything today and she said yes I've got a 10 day boss of me short email series where we address 10 common midlife mind traps head on head on what a tool to have I know I want to go there and to go there and sign up for this program you're going to go to www.com mindyourbrilliance.com mind m-i-n-d your y-o-u-r brilliance b-r-i-l-l-i-a-n-c-e dot com and you will get the 10 day boss of me short email series sounds like it would be a great thing to have in your toolkit as we're all facing midlife. Her business name is Yen Caravana, Y-I-N-C-A-R-A-V-A-N-A, just in case my southern accent messes it up. If you want to go to her website, you'll go to www.yincaravana.com. You can get in touch with Kayla at, on Twitter, it's at K-A-L-A-P-H-I-L-O. And on LinkedIn, it's K-A-L-A-P-H-I-L-O. So, as we come to the end of this show, 
and I so miss that Kayla's not here to further enlighten us because her journey was such a typical journey of what so many of my friends in midlife are experiencing. The change, there's an awakening when we get into our 50s, late 40s, early 50s, where we ask for more. We want more. We feel that calling that there is more for us to give to this life that we are living. We love where we've been. We've loved our marriages. We've loved our, we love our children, of course. But tell us about this, um, giveaway that you have. I talked about it, but. Yes. <laughs> I told you how to Thank you. Um, yeah. Right. So right right now, uh there you can go to um mirrorbrilliance.com and th- then you can sign up there to receive a ten day a ten day boss of me as I call it because we're the boss of me, right? Um mm-hmm. ten day series of emails that just tackle head on really briefly with some practical tips a lot of these midlife thoughts that we have and midlife stumbling blocks. It right. things like I'm too busy, um, I can't, uh, I can't decide, I feel distracted, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. hormones are killing me. <laughs> right. You know, some of those things. And there are little steps, you know, I'm all about the baby steps. And there are little steps that we can all take to kind of help ourselves get past those stumbling blocks and keep on our path that's grounded our, in, in our intention. So that's the first thing. If they go to mirroryourbrilliance.com, they can sign up for 10 days um, of emails around that. And then also, I know you have a lot of listeners, so it makes me a little nervous to put this out there, but I'm going to go ahead and do so. I'm offering three one-on-one strategy sessions for mirroring your brilliance to give you a taste of what this feels like when you're with a group of women who mirror things back to you. Mm, and so yeah. you can sign up for those as well um, uh, at the website. Okay, now it's not mind your brilliance because I've given that out to them. It's now mirror, M-I-R-R-O-R. No, I know. I'm sorry because I saw that I had done that incorrectly in the form and I didn't know how to fix it before the program, but it's mirror your brilliance. Okay. I, it was my fault. I put mind and I don't know why. It was, a, it was one of those midlife moments. <laughs> <laughs> well, look how well we yeah, adjust. So it's mirror your brilliance, ladies. <laughs> Yes, but your yeah, business you thing and your website is what? You the website us. is Yin Caravana, mm-hmm. um, Y-I-N-C-A-R-A-V-A-N-A. And so tell it's us yin, why. like yin and yang, know. but we're the yin. Yes. And okay. caravana. Mm-hmm. What, women caravana would be the translation? No, it's... Um, well, it's more of a... Uh, yes, like a women's a women's caravan, like how we all are on this journey together. Yeah, and yeah. supporting each other and banding together for safety, just like the caravans in the desert in the old days. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to tell them how we interact, how we find each other. I um, was attending a workshop outside of New Orleans. And there was Kayla, uh, across that we were in a U shape and we were learning something else to help us in our, our, um, moving forward in our business. And so 
there was Kayla. Now, Kayla had on the most <laughs> wonderful um, Mexico Mexican um, outfits. I remember the one top that you had that was really great and uh, very mm-hmm. colorful. But Kayla, I automatically was drawn to her because of her awesome skills. With She talked about videos, but she, too, was developing how she's going to be able to reach more people, get her message out, so that more people can take advantage of the knowledge that she has acquired over her years, her 55 years. Correct? <laughs> Yes. Yes. Okay. Exactly. That's why I'm drawn to the internet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Kayla, what was your, um, what was your main focus is being there? You, you have the advantage of using video in your work and do you use that a lot in getting your message out? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because, um, Video is the preferred way to consume information and ideas on the Internet. It's becoming Mm -hmm. more and more popular, as you can imagine. And it is what I did for many years for other people. So I thought, why don't I start doing that for myself? And um, (laughs) we, yeah, I mean, part of our, so the way that it works is we go out, we take our little journey, we take our, you know, journey, we get our information, get our our treasure and we bring it back to our tribe and then we share. So every, right. everybody's way of sharing is differently, is different. So my way of sharing is putting things on the internet and creating videos around a lot of these ideas. And, um, it's, well, it's, Kayla, it's what, I'm going to like have to other be people the, have other advantages and that's mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to have to be the heavy yes. here and say that we have come to the end of our hour. And uh, the neat thing mm-hmm. is that it's going to be an adventure to see how Ben puts all this together <laughs> into a complete <laughs> smooth running show. And I know that he can do it. Um, because he's done it with me before. So I want to say mm-hmm. thank you because your, your information is so good. I am, I am indeed your sister. We are trying to encourage and nudge our fellow sisters to move forward. So thank you for being with me today. Yes. Yeah. I know they enjoyed it. Right. So. And I, that's one reason I was so happy to thank you because I, I think that you're such a, you're the perfect person to be doing what you're doing and it's, Nice to associate with people who have that shine. So I really appreciate you. Um, Thank you. And I don't know if Ben's listening, but I appreciate him because I know what editing is like. I'm a video editor too. So (laughs) sound editing is even harder. So I'm sorry this wasn't. (laughs) We're off. We're (laughs) off. you as it could have been. (laughs) Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services and